0: Welcome to the Digital Hive podcast, where we talk about all things digital marketing, from websites to social media, to email marketing, and all of the advertising channels. I'm your host, Emma Peacock. In today's episode, we're talking about which social media platforms might be best for your brand or business. There's only so many hours in the day, so there's a limit to how many you can do well. And some of the options out there might just not be the right fit for your brand, Today I want to give you a broad overview of each of the big platforms in the hope that it will help you decide whether you could spend time on them, and if you currently are, whether you should really be putting as much time into them. We also have a quiz for you to take in the show notes, but more on that later. First let's talk Facebook. Pretty much everyone is on it, from teenagers to grandparents, although it does skew a little bit older. So you can probably say your audience is there in some capacity. Both age, gender, location and interests are probably covered. It's also an advertising powerhouse so if you have an ad budget you can get in front of your people. Unpaid discoverability is quite low except maybe for videos. It also allows for groups and events. If you don't have a big budget we recommend doing the basics and leaving it at that until you have a dedicated following. Consistency is a big thing here, though. So once you pick your timings for Facebook, make sure you stick to them. So if you decide you're going to post twice a week, do that every week. It does have scheduling tools so you can schedule in advance so that you know that you'll be consistent. So you can sit down once a month and plan out all of your content. But once you gain a following, if you lose consistency, you'll lose your organic algorithm with those people. Facebook is also a balance of images or video and copy. The copy that you post with your uh, images or videos is just as important, so you need to make sure that what you say with your post is clear, understandable, relatable, all that kind of thing, as that will decide whether people will click the like or react and comment and things like that, so it is incredibly important. Instagram is an incredibly visual platform. Instagram, on the other hand, is an incredibly visual platform. A lot of people will scroll through the feed not reading the captions at all. Others take a quick squiz at their feed and then just watch stories. It completely depends. Others will follow your uh, your feed based off of your captions. So with that said, if people are following you because you're a writer or a copywriter or uh, you're really humorous or something like that, they will read your captions. That's why they followed you. But... For the majority of people, the photo is going to be the most important thing. If you're a creative or work with creative businesses, it can be great. Same as a product business. But if you're a lawyer or something that is less visual and more corporate, it might be a little harder to create a content and people might not be expecting you to be there at all. Stories and Live allows for the behind the scenes and raw content and you can really engage there with your followers and get great engagement back. The Discover page and hashtags allow people to stumble across you more than they would on, say, Facebook. If you like to plan your content ahead, Instagram doesn't allow for scheduling throughout the feed. So what you will need to do is use a third-party app. Uh, We use Plannerly for our Instagram feed posts. We are able to uh, schedule those to the point where they actually get posted without any involvement from us after scheduling them. Um, And we can also share those directly to Facebook if we want to. However stories aren't something you can completely uh, schedule and automate so what happens is you schedule those in but you have to uh, you get a notification from Plannerly, and then you basically copy your story and post it um, at the time. So while you can plan out ahead and just um, you know copy the image uh, or video for stories over into Instagram and then post it Um so that it takes that kind of thought process away um, at the time Uh, it doesn't allow for that complete automation and also with stories you with it being the behind the scenes it somewhat kind of needs to be off the cuff so there's those things to think about too. Pinterest is again mostly visual Um, the photo takes up most of the space that your pins will take up on the feed but it differs from every other option in that it is also a search engine and it's constantly showing you content in the feed based off of what you've saved in the past mixed in with who you follow so as a business or brand sharing content discoverability virality and the long-term benefits are the best for those with lifestyle photography for their products services or educational and inspirational content for their site and for bloggers too to schedule your pins and stay on top of Pinterest in a way where you're you know jumping on there once a month and um, then not really thinking about it for the rest of the month and just seeing the traffic roll in uh, you can use a tool called Tailwind that's our one of choice um, it's great it allows you to uh, schedule pins to your own boards group boards and then you also have access to uh, tribes which is something uh, bespoke to Tailwind you can join groups there and which you uh, submit content around a specific topic and other people in that tribe will choose whether to post your content or not to their own feed. Twitter isn't necessarily as big here in New Zealand, but it can be overseas. You can join essentially any conversation and because every reply and retweet shares your brand, it can be good if you have the time to post and engage enough to get in front of the right people in decent quantities. Uh, The main thing about Twitter is joining conversations that are already existing, but if you do want to start conversations on your own um, and you want to kind of schedule those in, um, there are third party apps for that as well. TweetDeck is incredibly uh, popular as a scheduling tool for Twitter. It also allows you to uh, manage your Twitter feed within the app so that you don't necessarily have to go onto the website. So it's sort of an all-in-one tool. LinkedIn is essentially the corporate version of Facebook, so it isn't necessarily for creatives unless you're wanting to find and collaborate or work with corporates. While so much of this platform is people trying to get a new job or hire people, you can promote either yourself as a thought leader, your products or services as beneficial, or your business as the place to work. At the time of recording this at least, if you're putting out great content on LinkedIn, you can get great reach from shares, sort of like Facebook a few years back. Now LinkedIn is also one of those platforms where you can't necessarily schedule to your business page. However, you can use things like Hootsuite to schedule if you want to, Uh, but LinkedIn doesn't necessarily have as much of an effect in terms of uh, time of the day where you post into your feed. So you can just jump on there at two o'clock in the afternoon and it's not a big deal. It doesn't have to go out at peak time. So you can just jump on there and post whenever it suits you. When it comes to Snapchat, a large part of the users have left the platform. But a subset of young people have stayed. So what has happened is the wider content has skewed to that age group. It's around 16 to 25 and is very much popular culture specific. So you can share behind the scenes uh, vulnerable content. Um, Content is only up for 24 hours. But remember that it is the internet and everything is around in the internet. So someone could save it, screenshot it, record it, anything like that. So from that kind of content, you can get a great response. Um, Not too different from Instagram stories, but there is kind of a different person on there. Um, Discoverability is pretty low since the only real way you can get in front of people is either with their friends sharing the content to them or ads. So you may choose to promote your Snapchat on other platforms to grow it and create shareable content whenever possible. To find out which of the platforms you should be on and how much time to spend on them, take our quiz at the link in this episode's description. It will ask you a few questions to kind of get you thinking about what you might be doing on these platforms, what your budget might be, things like that. And then it will recommend to you the platforms you should be on and how much time you should necessarily be spending on Uh, each of those platforms in a sort of ratio. Now this quiz is a recommendation, it's not uh, if we tell you you need to be on LinkedIn and you hate LinkedIn, just don't go on LinkedIn, it's fine. That's all for today, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode and if you've enjoyed it, I'd love it if you could give us a rating and a review. I'll be back here same time next week with a new episode. Bye!